Today, we're going to be answering your questions and the number one question that you want to ask a Forex broker. So let's get into it right now. Hey traders, this is Andrew Mitchum here at the Forex Trading Coach with video and podcast number 389. Now, something a little bit different today. Uh, we're joined by Ben Clay at uh, Blueberry Markets over in Australia. Hi there, Ben. G'day, Andrew. How are you? I'm fantastic and hope you are well too. Thanks, mate. Good. Look, we've got a, something different. And last week, I asked a lot of questions to people and said, look, I want to know from you, what's, what's your most important thing that if you could ask a Forex broker directly? And we had a lot of questions come through. So what I've done, Ben, I've just listed the main important topics. And if we yep. can, I'd like to ask you those questions and just get your feedback on that so we can help people when deciding who to look for for a Forex broker. Absolutely. So we'll start Absolutely, away. The first one is from a guy called Percy over in the United Arab Emirates. And Percy said, and this is a very common question, how safe is my money if the broker goes bankrupt, even if they're regulated? Very good question, Percy. Um, it's one that I get asked uh, very often as well. Um, and it's a question that you should be asking your broker, um, in, in my opinion. Uh, when it comes to any financial institution, there's risks no matter where you hold your funds. Um, even if it's in with a bank, there's, there's always risks holding uh, funds at any financial institution. However, in Australia, we're regulated by ASIC, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, right. which enforce the uh, Australian client money laws. Um, this is something that's been in, in place over the last 10 years or so, I believe, uh, and are very strict and diligent. Right. Basically, it states that clients' funds are segregated and kept separate from our daily operating funds. You know, can't pay for staff wages, uh, company losses, anything along those lines. But having said that, again, I cannot say that funds are 100% safe, but, but we are overly compliant here at Blueberry and follow these laws very closely um, to ensure that client funds are as safe as they possibly can be. Perfect. Thank you, Ben. Um, second question from Antonio over in Barcelona in Spain. Do you allow pending order trading with expert advisors or robots? And do you also allow hedging? Sure, okay. Um, so we allow any expert advisors. That's no issues at all. And they can place pending orders. Um, we have the four basic types, buy limit, sell limit, um, uh, buy stop, sell stop. Yes. Um, and we do allow hedging. I actually would like to touch on that a little bit because hedging is something that um, I think there's a little bit of misconception around where clients can hedge a trade and it's used as protection. Um, whereas I think a common misconception is, is a good thing to know is if you go 10 lots short, 10 lots long on the euro, you still have double that exposure in the marketplace, whether your margin requirement is zero. So yeah. it's definitely something to keep in mind that, you know, if spreads are to widen out, you are long and short on either side. So 10 lots long, 10 lots short, every pip that it moves is going to be $100 either side, your equity will start to drop. So if that goes below zero, you're going to be stopped out either way. So hedging is fine. But again, it's just something that I like to warn my clients about is it's not a way to protect your accounts. Um, it can be used as a trading method, but don't use it as a way to protect your accounts. Perfect. Thank you, Ben. And I hope that helps for you, Antonio. Um, over to the UK, Trevor. Trevor says, are EU citizens legally restricted in any way from trading through blueberry markets? Look, not at the moment. Um, ASIC is always updating their um, policies and so on. But at the moment, we have clients from all around the world. Um, so that is subject to change. And we will always keep our clients updated of any changes. But at the moment, no issues. Perfect. Cool. That's good. Um, another question. This is quite similar, Ben, to the first one that we had. 
And it, the question is, in case of company bankruptcy or even direct fraud, uh, can investors expect any return on their balance according to the ASIC rules? Now, for me personally, um, that's quite an important question for me because I'm still waiting a number of years um, on quite a substantial amount of money uh, myself that I lost with Halifax um, and a few years ago. So I think this is a really important question for safety of people's funds. Absolutely. So it does go back to a question, uh, the question from Percy. Um, so look, in all honesty, if anything is to happen to us and Blueberry is to go bankrupt, the, the full amount of funds should still be there. It might take some time to get them back or it might be 95 cents on the dollar. But as long as the broker is doing the right thing by the clients, then those funds are still there in those segregated accounts. So even though it has been some time, hopefully you should still see you know, a vast majority of those funds, Andrew. Cool. And just as a, a question from myself, do asset go through and like how often would they go through your records or your accounts or anything like that? Do they go through things with a tooth comb? Yeah, quite uh, closely to my knowledge. Um, I believe uh, once a month, um, brokers need to report to ASIC on, on all their client funds oh. and, and their client dealings. Um, you know, it, it is quite strict. Yeah, good. Excellent. Thank you. Um, another question here was, uh, this relates to something that happened a little while ago, but they said, after the sudden Swiss fluctuations, which we've seen in the past, what protection yes. are in place and uh, like what happens with a stop loss? Is it always honoured? Do you get gaps? How, how does it work if you have a massive move like that? That's a really good question. Um, I was working for a different broker at that time and, uh, you know, it was a nightmare day um, for a lot of people. Yes. Um, uh, we have stop out levels at 50% equity over margin. A lot of brokers use 20%, so it's, it's a little bit lower, but ours is at 50%, which gives that little bit extra early stop out, so to speak. Okay. Um, stop losses, though, as we get our pricing direct from our liquidity providers and show that price directly, whatever price we're receiving from them is the actual market price. Price. So if a stop loss is gapped over, you will be taken out at a worse price during a black swan event like that. It's one of the unfortunate things about trading. Yes. But the positive thing to look at is it works both ways. You know, whether the broker I was working at, we also had clients go into massive positive um, because their mm -hmm. trades were taken out way past their take profits. Um, yes. So it's important to know that it does go both ways, but it's just something to be mindful of. And, and if you're always managing your risk and, and keeping up to date with, you know, the major news announcements, you can try and avoid this as much as possible. But hopefully with an event like the Swiss National Bank, we won't see another one of them for another 100 years or so. Yeah, yeah, cool. And, you know, I've been trading for 17 years and I think that one, maybe two events ever in that time. And, of course, it only really exactly. affects you if you are on that currency pair at that time as well. You know, if you're trading the Aussie exactly. dollar, the New Zealand dollar, it exactly. makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, very risky for anyone who was trading Swiss pairs during that uh, that time when the pair was pegged. Um, you know, very risky, but yeah. hey, each to their own. Yep, no, perfect, thank you. Um, and another question here, this is from a YouTube comment from a guy called Kieran. Um, he said that many complaints from retail traders of bank brokers are about orders not being filled. And he said, is it true that certain FX pairs are more liquid than, say, CFDs or even exotic or minor currency pairs? And if so, which assets have more tendency for slippage? Okay, that's a really good question. Um, so an order can only be filled if the underlying market is there to be filled. So if there's no buyers or sellers, then obviously no one can buy or sell at that price that, uh, that you're requesting. Um, so it's going to be more extreme during rollover time. Obviously, uh, 5 p.m. New York, which is midnight on our trading platform, spreads are definitely going to wide out. There's lower liquidity at those times. Um, orders are less likely to be filled or more likely to be subject to slippage. Um, 
over large news announcements uh, it is definitely a time to be be careful. But as you said, Kieran, the more exotic pairs will have higher slippage and less liquidity at any given time. You know, your Turkish liras and uh, Mexican pesos and so on. Those ones are going to be more subject to slippage than your euro USD or, or, or pound Aussie, something along those lines. Just natural, the amount of volume and liquidity in the market at that time. Exactly. Help. Spot on. Perfect. And, uh, and Ben, uh, finally from me, um, look, I've been with Blueberry Markets for many, many years now. You're my preferred broker on the Forex Trading Coach site. And so Thank really you. from your point of view, what would you say makes you different from like most other brokers out there? Awesome question. Always a question that I, I love to answer. Um, I think here at Blueberry, we've just really tried to uh, change the perception in the way that the Forex markets is looked at um, and Forex brokers are looked at. You know, uh, We have just tried to focus on customer service and just looking after our clients um, when they have a query, taking care of it and treating them fairly. Um, so at the end of the day, it just comes down to making sure that our clients are heard where they're 24 seven, even yeah. on the weekends, yeah. if anyone has any issues to be there for them, it's, it's something that we noticed there was actually a big gap in, in the market. Mm. Um, so it, that's all it comes down to. A lot of brokers are very similar these days. You know, we do offer tight spread, fast execution, but most brokers do. And there yeah. are a, a lot of great, great Australian brokers out there as well that I would recommend. But when it comes down to the customer service, I truly don't believe anyone in the market in the world is doing it as good as we are. Yep. And look, I 100% agree with that. And that's the feedback that I constantly get from my clients. You know, it's just, oh, they call me, they're on the phone, someone answers, it's a real person. It's the same, you know, group of people as well. It's not a call center. It's not a I really appreciate that feedback, mate. That, that that's means the world to us, and, and that's that's really what we strive to do. Yeah, absolutely, perfect. Well, Ben, um, that's covered the the main questions that we've had through. I mean, obviously, there's variations of all those, but we could go all day. Um, a lot of it comes sure. down to that that um, customer service, that um, regulated um, licensing that you have, and, and everything around that, and safety of funds. So, look, if anybody else has any questions like this that we didn't answer. Um, what we'd like you to do is to send me an email, andrew at foxtradingcoach.com, and I can then pass that directly through to Ben, or we can do another session like this another day. Absolutely. Um, but Ben, thank you very much for, for your time and for being here, and thank you for answering no those questions so upfront and honestly. Mate, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure, and I'm happy to do this anytime. Cool. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Steve, Andrew.